everyone, and welcome to Gone Well Hunting. This is a Hunter Hunter rewatch and recap podcast, and today we're inter- introducing a new character, and that is Nov's bare feet for some reason. I'm one of your hosts. My name's Sky. My pronouns are he, she. We're actually introducing two new characters. Uh-huh. It's Nov bare feet and Palm bare feet. Oh, right. Palm's bare feet, too. We do. And Palm's bare feet. <laughs> two characters. Hi, I'm Devin. My pronouns are he, him. Hello, I'm Emery. My pronouns are he, she, they. And, you know, what are Nov's feats, uh, uh, Pokemon partner, do you think? Nov's feats, Pokemon partner. Is there just a foot Pokemon? I hope not. No, I don't think there is. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's a. I'm not as, to be clear, I'm not as well versed as in Pokemon or Digimon as y'all are, but you know, sometimes I look at just a foot? sometimes I look at the different Pokemon and Digimon that exist, and I'm like, there might be a foot, you know? <laughs> nope. No, no. Not, is there a shoe? Y- you know, Pokemon the best friend for Nob's foot. <laughs> no, he just gets rid of those. We know this. He gets them scuffed once, and he's like thrown out in the trash. Not like a sock or anything, like a Christmas stocking. Yeah, he wasn't wearing socks. No, but I <laughs> he wasn't. He was wearing like business shoes with like like a <laughs> with his bare feet. Pokemon <laughs> does love to do furry bait, but I don't think they've gone that far yet as to make a Pokemon that's just a foot. That's yeah, they just... haven't zoomed into foot fetish bait. Just like just one, one of these days, Toesmon does not exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> one uh, of these Toesmon days we'll get there. Not real, not yet. Mm, mm. So these episodes start off with um, Nav looking like shit, mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. like total mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to remember remind the audience that um, last week the announcer did straight up say nobody is watching this castle and nobody is guarding it, and there's like three people in this building. So Nav is running through this courtyard looking like shit, puffing and puffing and crying and being like, yeah, Damn, remember I how he covered his torso only, like head and torso with mm-hmm. leaves? Do yeah, we- he doesn't <laughs> have that anymore. He doesn't need that. Um, he's in the courtyard. He's looking at the ball sack trees that are filled with people. Uh-huh. Um, and he's like, damn, I got to run to the front door. And as he's running, he's like, damn, no one's guarding it. How lucky for me. And I say, oh, you sweet, stupid idiot. Um... He runs inside, runs in, and he's like, "Oh God, I gotta, I gotta figure out where I'm putting my portals. I put one outside, and I gotta put one in here. But ah, oh, damn, I don't like the vibes of this place. This is too scary. What if someone sees me? Ah, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Oh God. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, he's kind of freaking out. Yeah, he's kind of freaking out. He still looks like shit. He's like covered in mud and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, he thinks about placing a portal where he's at, which is basically right in the door, in the doorway on the first floor. He's like, "No, I gotta, I gotta place one like at least on the second floor." Like heading up into the main palace area, this one's just useless. Mm-hmm. And this is where I say, Nav, you stupid motherfucker, you suck, suck, suck at stealth missions. Mm-hmm. He decides to run forward, and as he does, the one random ant mm-hmm. in this building wanders around the corner, and he instantly gets caught. Yeah, remember. Yeah. Um- we, you know, this ant sees him. It gets the Metal Gear Solid exclamation point. <laughs> I think he literally does go, huh? 
Yeah, like, remember when we talked all last episode, like, a, a whole lot about them being like, you know, there is no one else around. Like, this is the best time for him to have done this. There are. That was a surprise tool to help us now because, oh my God, he ran into the first guy, the only guy apparently that is around here at all. He did run into him. Yeah, all the other royal guards are upstairs with their boss. The uh-huh. king is upstairs. Mm-hmm. Tomogi is upstairs. We know BZF is downstairs getting horny. Or we'll learn about that in like 10 minutes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is like all the other ant like ant leaders are out in the city getting their shit rocked by morale. So it is like this dude is the only person in here. And he runs into him. It is incredible how bad he is at this. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker he... didn't use N. Yeah. Yeah, no, dude just, like, made a stealth roll and immediately got, like, a two. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing then, he then, does have... Yeah, then the GM it. has to be like, all right, that this this was going to be a really easy mission, but since you rolled so fucking bad, I, I have to make <laughs> up a guy in this palace to notice you. Uh-huh. And, yeah, so he... I, I don't even remember what happens here. All I remember um, is... So yeah. he demonstrates that... Nov sucks shit, and I hate him. Uh-huh. He demonstrates that he actually has a very cool power. Yeah. Because this guy sees him, and Nov just claps his hand together and just says, Scream. And unfurls his hand to, like, a minute pocket dimension connecting the two. Mm-hmm. Wraps it around this dude's head, and then just closes it, decapitating him instantly. Insane. And then he, like, jumps away and takes the body with him. And mm-hmm. I'm like, hello? Dude just puts his head in a void. Mm-hmm. He just puts his head in the void and decapitates him instantly. And it's just like, ooh, hope I didn't get seen. It is pretty sick. However, it does come with a detriment. Mm-hmm. Because his shoes, specifically only his shoes, got blood on them. And he doesn't want to leave a blood trail through the hallways. So instead of doing that... We do have to say... Uh-huh. It is funny how he gets blood on shoes because he takes the body with him. He sits there for like a few minutes freaking out about what if somebody saw and he's staring at the doorway this guy just walked out of. And then as he's doing this, he's carving like his special circle into the ground to create a portal. Yeah, he's drawing a transmutation circle. Yeah, and he just dumps the body inside. Uh Uh-huh. And in that time, he was laying that fucker just bleed all over his Yeezys. (laughs) (laughs) And he wasn't even wearing socks. Yeah, so then he, like, goes to get up, and then he slips because he notices all the blood on his shoes, and he's just like, oh, well, I can't be tracking my footprints here. And he just takes off his shoes mm-hmm. and Ima- runs around. And- Doesn't Im- put the shoes in the void. Imagine if he was wearing socks. He could just... The, the floors on this palace look really nice. He could just be sliding yeah. around left and right if mm-hmm. he yeah, wanted to. he wouldn't to. have to worry about tracking anything. He'd just be slip-sliding. That's right. He'd be slip-sliding away. Be easy, easy-peasy. Why didn't he put his shoes in the void? <laughs> Why didn't he put his shoes in the void? Why didn't he put his shoes? Because he leaves them on he the ground. He leaves them. He's like, oh, if I'm caught here, all these portals will be worthless. And I've seen this show. And he leaves his shoes. I've seen this show. It is a plot point that the Khmer answer like, yeah, some fucker just left shoes here. Meaning someone broke in. They're like, Listen. later on high alert. Because they're like, someone was in here. Listen. His his ability is pretty powerful. Maybe he's got some weird restrictions on it, like no shoes in the void. <laughs> you cannot. If, if I'm not wearing it, I can't take it into the void with me. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's like a doormat. Like, he has to wipe his feet off and take off his shoes before he walks in. Yeah. Insane. So he's running around this palace with his bare fucking toesies out. With his bare fucking toesies. And there are a lot of scenes of them. Don't you fret. Tagashi said, don't worry. I'm going to draw a lot of feet for you guys. Don't worry. You do get to see him curl those toes up in the mud. Um, Uh Togashi said, my back is is breaking every day. And... Togashi says my back is breaking every day and I'm in horrible pain, but I am gonna draw these feet for you. I will get you those feet pics, Queen. That's right. He said I have glass bones and paper skin. Every day I wake up and draw Nav's feet and go back to bed. And... So Nav is like sprinting <laughs> to the fucking stairs that lead to the second floor of the house because he's like that that'll be the best place. They can uh-huh. pop in and immediately run to the third floor and do their dirty deed. And as he's running, he notices something at the top of the steps. And he's like, oh shit, oh god, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. And he hides around the corner. And what's this but a an ominous blue aura. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Floats across the top of the steps. And Nav is just sitting there, like, pissing himself for, like, a few minutes. He's uh-huh. like, uh, uh, I can't do it. I can't. Oh god. Oh god. Oh man. Oh jeez. Oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets super, super, super fucking scared. And he goes, okay, I just got to leave my little portal here. And he does leave a portal. Um, and then I think he just, like, hightails it, right? Yeah. Yeah, he leaves a portal and he's like, I don't fear dying. That's not what I'm scared of. Lies. I fear what they'll do to me before I die. Uh-huh. And I'm yeah, like, he's like, if I get caught by them, I wouldn't be able to resist whatever they want to do to me. And I'm like, okay. Like, first of all, glad you know you suck. Um, second of all, I'm pretty sure they would just kill you because we've seen that Pito can just like poke around your brain with some antennae and get you to say whatever you want. You want? Yeah, to say. no, we we do see a little like imagined scene of of Nov as a as a doll, all like totally dismembered and with with little chibi Nefer Pito being like, "Oops, did I do that?" Oops, <laughs> 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 So he puts his little thing there and he's like, I'm sorry, guys. I suck ass. I'm, I'm shitty. And then that's basically that scene. He basically hightails out of there. Mm-hmm. That's that. Yeah. Um, yeah, he runs out, basically. And then uh, is it there where he has his breakdown or does he wait until later? It's later. Um, um, yeah. From here, we go to Morel uh, walking sexy across the city. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we cut to Morel in the rain. Um just kind of wandering, just kind of strolling, mm-hmm. minding his own business. Um, and then Lael shows up, and Morel's like, hey, haven't I seen you on TV before? And Lael's like, <laughs> my name's Lael. Please don't misgender me. And he's That's just right. like, okay, bye. And then Morel just leaves. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's that scene. Yeah, what? he he says, like, um, I think he says, I, I was told it was going to be some other guys that I was fighting, like a wolf guy and somebody else. And, and he's like, he's yeah. Like, nah. And he's like, no, no, no. They're fighting your ghost guys. And so uh, I, it, that leaves me to just fight you. And then he's like, bye. He's like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Bye. And then he runs out of there like Zoidberg going, boop, 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 boop. yeah, pretty much. And then we cut to some cars in the rain mm-hmm. heading mm-hmm. towards the palace. Uh-huh. And they show up at the palace and they say, hey, we brought your supplies. Uh-huh. Yeah, and... these are ostensibly food or, yeah, supply trucks full of food. 
except only three of them have food in them. The last one, our friend our friend Beezif is just like, don't open that one, I'll take care of it. And the delivery drivers are like, yep, this is normal. Definitely no no sex slaves in there. Yep, yep, yep. Everyone's like, like okay, man. Every, it's very like ostentatious. They're all like, okay, the fourth one is the one you requested and we'll just leave that one here for you. And he's like, ah, yes, this is my fourth truck. Now you guys just drive away and I will stay here with my fourth truck. And they drive away and he gets in and he has an evil little smile as he gets behind the wheel of his fourth mm -hmm. truck and drives it away. <laughs> and then he drives the truck down into his own private underground fuck suburb. <laughs> somewhere somewhere that's green starts playing um palm turns on the normal setting on a dryer uh-huh and he lets he lets the ladies out of their truck yeah he opens he says, the truck there's exactly five women in there and he says ladies welcome, come on out welcome to your new digs you will each have one room and by room i mean house welcome to pussytopia yeah, no. This is there's like an entire neighborhood down here with like yeah, fully furnished houses. Mm-hmm. It's and stocked kitchens because later Palm does bring this guy like freshly made tea. Yeah. So the kitchens are stocked. Yeah. This he is... just has like this freaky underground city where these ladies are just here for him to fuck and that's it. Like that's... This is this is the most elaborate setup for boning anyone has ever had. This guy loves the idea of like being that one guy that gets to like fuck a suburban like wife, like that he's like I will set up my own suburbs and I will go in and then my my like sex workers sex slaves I will be like, yes you are the suburban wife who I am like getting you to cheat on your husband this week. Here's the thing. They're not even, and we kind of go into this later, they're not even in their houses. Like, he calls them. Like, they just have their own house that is their space all the time. And he calls them to his house that he also has down here when he wants them. Like, it is, like, appointments made. Like, it's, you know. Yeah, he has a calendar set like up. <laughs> Yeah, so he gets these girls out. And it's he's not like, a, like, I don't know. He's like, here are the rules. Here are the rules. Um, There are no rules. You can do what you want here. All the houses are yours. You each have your own room slash house. Um, the only rule is that, A, you're not allowed to leave. Mm -hmm. And B, whenever I, like, call for you or send for you, you have to drop what you're doing immediately and then just show up and... Uh, I don't know, do my sex acts with me. Mm -hmm. You may not disobey and you may not leave. Other than that, here's a house. Here's everything you could have wanted. <laughs> and then he like looks these girls up and down and he sees like a really tall girl in a red dress and he's like, you'll do nicely. No, this woman is like a foot and a half taller than him. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. First of all, she's a foot and a half taller than I him. Think she's she like is, three feet taller she than is him. wearing a red dress. And let's not forget, we do get a shot of her her fishnet feet. Like, this is a foot-heavy episode. Mm. I didn't notice that one. Yeah? Mm -hmm. No, I was like, because it's the red dress. And I'm like, okay, yeah, she's really tall, sexy lady wearing a red dress. And then the fishnets. And I'm like, okay, fishnets. It goes onto the feet. And I'm like, are how many times? Yeah, and that's where Beza flicks his up and he's like, yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. It goes all the way down to the feet. And he's like, mm hmm, I will, I will take this one. Yeah, and he like brings her to a house and he's like, all you other ones are free to like go do what you want. Head to your rooms or whatever. I don't care. 
And yeah. a few of the girls are like, oh, we made it. We made the cut. We've made it to Biza. Oh, this is great. I love this. Yeah, it so, fucking I mean, sucks. These women yeah. are apparently like so proper propaganda brainwashed that they're like, oh, cool. We're sex slaves of this like... Of this rich asshole? Great. Yeah. It's not yeah, it's very... ideal. <laughs> it's very like there is a world where this could be like that he hired these women because it does look like a handler like got through to palm and stuff this is clearly trafficking like there is no yeah. like it's very weird how it try to tries to do a line there where like maybe these women actually did want to be here but it's very like they drove them here in a truck like i don't <laughs> this is a whole like secret place where he's keeping these women hostage like very weird stuff. This is also where we learn um, Palm's mission. Uh-huh. So Palm begins to just kind of wander around, see where she's at. And as she's doing this, we get her internal monologue of like, I have to lay eyes on the king. And then we with get- With her special eyes. With her special eyes. And then we She's get, wearing blue contacts right now. That'll be important later. Mm-hmm. Um, we get narration of the guy, the narrator explaining Palm's power, which is anyone who she lays eyes on, she can see them and track them wherever they go, no matter what. Uh, but she has to look at them first. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I have to look at the king. That's my special mission is I have to look at them and I can feed information to the rest of the group about his whereabouts and what he's doing and everything. And I say, that would be great. That would be a great chameleon power if you're working with somebody who is a person who regularly like sees people. Mm-hmm. And has like a court going in and out where you can like kind of blend in. Mm-hmm. The king and his royal guard are like kill on sight for anybody who walks up those stairs. Komugi is the only one who they're not killing on sight. Everyone else, it's like you're by appointment and you die like soon after. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why they're like, yes, you go in there, Palm, and you lay you use your special eyes on him. They'll be fine with that. Maybe they're like confident enough that like the king has agreed not to not to murder any of the women murder any of bzf's women they don't know about this he's like oh this is my special secret truck that no one knows about you guys drive those three on and this one's mine yeah later in the episode like shoot is talking about like the schematics of the base he's like yeah it's like the underground labyrinth is far enough away that Pito's like N can't detect it. Like it's out of Pito's range. So it's specifically like he has somewhere far enough that Pito can't tell what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? This is a bad plan. This sucks. <laughs> this sucks ass. Also, they're like, yeah, hopefully she'll be able to just sneak in and like even get a look at them like from around the corner. I'm like, Pito has his N around the entire palace. The moment she walks in, Pito's like, I see you, you little shit. That's like a thing they've been talking about. And then in this episode, they're like, okay, Nav's going to go in. That's why they sent Nav in. Because they're like, oh, the end's down. This is now or never. Yeah. But Palm was, I don't don't know. I don't know what's going on with this plan. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, maybe they just wanted to get rid of Palm. (laughs) Nav is like, Palm, I have an important mission. It's entirely possible. I have such an important mission It's called dying. (laughs) I would frankly love to send palm on a suicide squad mission 
<laughs> Palm looked at looked at Nob and said, "What are we, some kind of Suicide Squad?" <laughs> <laughs> This is horrible. Anyways. Anyways, Palm goes through her monologue about having to like lay eye on the king for Nov because Nov said only you can do this with your special eyes. And she said, my brawn. Yeah, she um, says she's going to have to manipulate BZF. That's her big plan. Yeah, her manipulation with BZF is she um, brings him some freshly made iced tea. I don't even blush. think we get there yet. Yeah. I think this is where Nov cries like a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Now we get Nav hiding ah, in the uh, bushes and shaking and crying and shitting his pants. That's right. That's literally what this scene is. Like, Nav runs out of the palace. He runs, he runs, he's out of breath, he's panting, he's shitting, he's, uh, he gr- runs into this bush, he dives in, and then he goes, oh my god, that was so scary! He's literally sitting there and there's, like, teeth chattering noises, he's just like, I can't, I can't face it, it's too much, it's too scary, oh my god. Yeah, he's even worrying about palm he's literally just sitting out here like oh my god everyone um, is in danger feet counter goes up because we do get a brief scene of his uh feet just curling up and dragging some mud between his toes he didn't go back for the shoes he did not grab his shoes on the way out <laughs> which is a plot point later is that people are like hey i found these filthy nasty shoes down here what the fuck that's a surprise tool that will help the chimera ants later so no i th- i, I- I feel like Nav is maybe just sort of like an 18th century peasant where <laughs> if you show them if you show them like an anime cat boy they have they're not they're not like mentally prepared for it and they just have a complete psychological breakdown. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, he had one cool ranch dorito and he died instantly because of the flavor blast. Yeah. He looks like a Tumblr dom but actually he's never been on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that three-piece suit is actually a mistranslation. It's supposed to be, like, an 18th century piece of... <laughs> <laughs> um, So he's sitting there in the rain, just crying and shitting and farting. Yeah, his knees he, weak, arm spaghetti. He's like, oh, that aura, it's so nasty, it's so gross, I can't face it. How did those boys have... How could they even smile again after seeing that? Oh, what what propels them on? Is it is it friendship or wanting to protect humanity? Oh, oh, those boys. How could they even... How are they so brave? And I'm like, now that's what you get for being shitty to kill Oni's like, hey, that cat boy, the vibes are off. Yeah. Vibes are bad. Vibes are really off on that guy. Just, you gotta trust me. I've seen some nasty ass vibes lately and those vibes, sickening. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does have his come to Jesus moment, but I do want to again point out the scene where he was like, ah, this fucking boy. So little, so yeah, small. Yeah, I don't give a shit Doesn't about Nav. Understand. I know. <laughs> I don't care about Nav. Yeah, you suck, dude. Yeah. So he's having this whole mental breakdown. He remembers Palm is in there because he sent her on a suicide squad mission. He's like, oh, that was super fucked up of me, wasn't it? And he's like, oh, Palm. Palm! Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to Palm uh, with some freshly made iced tea. Yep, they cut back to Palm and she's like, oh, I've brought you some, some iced tea. And he kind of like looks blushes. at her and she goes, oh. When she blushes and like turns away, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I, w- I want to fuck this one, lady fishnet lady. You're gone for a bit. Go, go back to your house." Yeah, he just got done with fishnet lady. He's like, "Round two. Yep. Mm-hmm. I hate this creep. I hate this guy. Yeah. He's a mess. So Palm goes in. Uh, she fucks him, fucks him crazy. We cut to him like asleep on the bed, and Palm just being like, "Well, that was nasty." Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even think we cut there. I think we're done with Palm until like. Are we done with her? Yeah, we're done with Palm until, like, the end of the next episode, I think. Or, like, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, all Damn. we see is that, and then we go to Morell and Nav, and they're uh, they're now in a fancy building. They're they're in a, the underground church. Okay, well, we cut to Morell and Leol, and they're in a sexy church. Oh yeah, I just write Nav. Fuck. Yeah, Morell and Leol are in a sexy underground church, which Leol also says this is a bomb shelter. It's deep underground, mm-hmm. and Morell's like, yeah, bro, yeah, but I know. Mm-hmm. That's why I brought you here. Mm-hmm. And Layla's like, oh, so you think you can trick me? Ha ha. But what you don't know is I'm cool. And Morel's like, yeah, bud. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, man. The tension is palpable. It's it's off the fucking charts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really are. It really... By tension, you mean romantic tension, because these yes. two me- yes. these two people are on a date, uh, and you yeah, know, they go into a sexy church. And, yeah, they go into a sexy church, and Leol starts talking. Leol says, "Hey, do you like music? Let me tell you about my favorite album." And Morel's <laughs> like, "Oh shit, that's my favorite album too. It's like you read it on my dating profile." Incredible. Lael has been alive for like three months and already is like a music snob, which I think is fantastic. Right? He's already just like, yeah. oh, do I'm, you know I'm amazed. kind of indie band? Um, you should listen to their second album. It's I'm fantastic. Am- I'm amazed that he's not listening to it on vinyl as the fight happens. <laughs> Could right? you imagine if he takes out like a fucking like <laughs> a disc player and he just like sets it down and he's like, give me a second, man. I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the whole time he's chasing Morel, he's got he's like dragging a gramophone behind him. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> then he hooks up his headphones to it. And he's like, <laughs> he's like okay. no, I get the sweet final sound. You're not allowed to see it. So I think that's episode. That I think is that's pretty the episode. much episode. Yeah, it's Morel going. Damn, I I have a hard time fighting people with the same taste as me. So I don't know how they this both is listen go. to Dad Rock. It's great. <laughs> Morel's like shit. He listens to Dad Rock too. I can't handle this. Yeah. These men both have trans mass swag, and it's time for them to go. It's time for them to fight. Mm-hmm. T for T. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that is episode. Um, the next episode opens with narration confirming that this is, yeah, they're like, this is an underground church, and it was a bunker. And uh, <clears throat> Leol uh, basically starts off by uh, flooding the place. Yeah, he basically, mm-hmm. uh, he puts in his headphones, he starts, activates his power, and he's like, Oh, what this guy doesn't know is I'm only listening to this hour because it's exactly one hour long, which has tells me when my power is about to run out. Mm-hmm. Anyways, here's my boogie board. He summons a boogie board. Mm-hmm. Summons He's, a boogie board, summons and, a spear. Yeah, boogie board and a trident, and he says, surf's up, and suddenly the church is filled with water. He Can says, we talk about this the tiny hit? ass trident that he has? You ever see yeah. the movie Surf's Up with it's the a, penguins? It is, it's a gay little trident for sure. It's like, it looks like a fucking marshmallow fork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those shitty forks you put over the fire to roast your marshmallows or hot dogs. Uh-huh. He does say later in the episode he can spear a whale with it. Mm-hmm. What kind of whale? That's what I'm asking because he's like, oh, I can hit one deep in the ocean. I say, first of all, bro, this is the first time you're using this power. You only have it for an hour. Mm -hmm. Second of all, what do you mean you can hit it deep in the ocean? It's so small. And I assume deep in the ocean, he means like a blue whale or like a sperm whale because they live pretty deep in the ocean. Yeah, I don't know. It looks pretty dinky to me, but it yeah, does I'm look pretty sure like... like poke it and then be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Leol, Leol read Mo- Moby Dick and said, "I would simply throw a, throw a harpoon at the whale and kill it in one shot." 
with my I, boogie board. I would simply boogie board right over to it and I would throw a trident at it <laughs> and take it down one Leola shot. Leola is easy. using this power for the first time and he's already talking such a big game about it. He's I know. like, this is my secret ability. <laughs> so the fight starts. He floods the whole place and like Morel's like, hey, wait a minute. I know that power. And he's like, this is my power. Mm. And he floods all plays. They fight for a second. And Morel's like, hey, dude, what the fuck? And he creates, Morel's like in the water for a second. And then he just creates like a cloud boat for yeah. himself to stand on. He makes on. a boat out of smoke. And then just stands on it. He's like, well, now that I'm not in the water, this fight should be more even. He does and... the thing in Lord of the Rings where Gandalf just like does a smoke trick and blows like a boat. Yeah, but, but he but doesn't, this he but this one on. can actually, yeah, is <laughs> will help him float. Lil says, this is my special ability. And Morel's like, yo, dude, fuck you. And he's like, this is my special ability. I like to call it, um, I do a sick spin. Yeah. I spin real fast. <laughs> and I make a big water spout. And Morel's like, all right. Uh-huh. So that's what he does. Morel gets hit with it right before yeah. we see Morel. No, and and I do got to say that this special move is called Tornave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do better on the portmanteau, Leol. <laughs> Leol, I love Leol. Leol just got this power. And he's like, this shit's mine. I'm giving it special names. I'm making special moves. I'm gonna have it for an hour, but I'm gonna keep talking a big game like it's mine. Yeah, he lives in the moment. Yeah, you know? so he, does. he only has this for one hour, and he's like, nah, I'm gonna fucking own it. <laughs> this has been here my whole life, man. <laughs> so Morel's caught in this big whirlpool, and he's getting all sloshed around, and Leol's like, haha, I've got him. He's bound to run out of air eventually, even if he, even if he does have big weed smoker lung capacity. Mm, uh, but then... Says- as long as he's in the whirlpool, I can also spear him with my hook. It's my favorite technique. That's right. Yeah. I can get him with my dinky little trident. <laughs> but then Morel just gets out of the whirlpool by exhaling really hard. He he his lungs capacity is so cool that he can just exhale and it'll rocket him like a jet. He he's he says I'm so good at blowing. They're on a date. <laughs> Yeah, Morel, we get a lot of, like, um, hyper, not hyper detailed, but, like, Mm -hmm. some good, like, Sakuga moments of Morel breathing in this episode. And we gotta Mm -hmm. say, Morel got them DSLs. Yeah, Morel got DSLs. Uh, we know he a throat go. That's we know right. He can. He got that lung capacity. Throat go. Probably no gag reflex. Like... He say sit on my face, and they say, "But what about your need to breathe?" And he says, "Don't worry, I can hold my breath for hours." Mm-hmm. And they say, "Great." Um, this episode is very much the same as Morel's fight with Chitu, where Morel's just kind of like roasting Leol the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like constantly, Le- mm-hmm. Leol's like, how'd you get out of the whirlpool? And he's like, oh, I got big lungs. <laughs> I just can do that. <laughs> just in, in the battle of like lung capacity, I'm sure I'm the best in the world. And Leol's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so he makes another like cloud stand for himself to stand on. And this is where Morel goes on like his biggest yeah boy speech yet ever Mm -hmm. he says i've learned three things i've learned three things in this short time (coughs) the first is your power (laughs) the first and he uh the second i I don't he just says like you know the first is your power and lael's like how do you know that And he's like because that's my fucking buddy's ability you ass 
no 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 because he doesn't do that yet he goes he he just talks about his power and then he says the second thing i've learned is the earbuds have nothing to do with it and then he's like oh yeah and what's the third thing you learned and he says the third thing is your lifespan because you fucking stole my friend's ability and i'm gonna fucking end you i'm gonna kill you you motherfucker this dude has morale is just like you're stupid. I hate you. I'm going to beat your ass. Give me $500. Mm-hmm. Simply incredible. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Lael kind of goes, uh, oh, shit, and uh, makes a big wall, a big wall of water. He says, oh, you think so? You think you can beat me? Um, have you seen my incredible other power? Um, mm-hmm. Here's where he makes a big wave of water. And Morale is like, oh, that's a big wave of water. Uh-huh. And... Uh, Lael says, it's my uh, second favorite technique. Um, big wave. Right. Lael sa- says, what if I tried battering you or, yeah, buffeting with you? What if I tried buffeting with you with, what if I tried buffeting you with water yet again? It'll right. definitely work this time. Uh-huh. It'll be great. He says, big wave. The subtitles do call the ability heavy pounder. Mm-hmm. I just, these two are on a date. It's dripping with subtext. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. This is this is a date in which they break up immediately also. Yeah, this is a mask for mask <laughs> final date hate fuck. Yeah. Um. So he hits him with big power. We get another shot of Morale taking a big breath in and sees DSLs. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. He does and then he suck. gets hit by the wave and we get a lot of funny shots of Morale like just being flung around in the water mm-hmm. and <laughs> Lael just being like, well, I guess he's dead. <laughs> Lael is sitting at the top and he's like thinking about how to finish him. And he's like, um, how can I finish this guy? Uh, I'm sure he didn't drown down there because he was so confident in his lung capacity. He couldn't have been lying. He's definitely alive down there. <laughs> he definitely wasn't <laughs> lying about his lung capacity. Which is so funny. Trust me, we fucked before. I know how long he can hold his breath. That's it's right. Fine. That's right. He would never lie about such a thing. Um, and then he starts seeing bubbles all through the water and he's like, what the fuck is this? Cause he sees like one spot and he's like, oh, he's over there. And then they come up in another spot and he's like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, is he, he, he so he comes up with this elaborate thing where he's like, is he making like tunnels with the smoke? Is he like, did he already leave? Like, did he like make a smoke tunnel he could exit out of what's going yeah, on? His first idea is like, oh shit, I know what he's doing. He's at the bottom, laying down, and he's making a bunch of, like, smoke, like, different tendrils of smoke to blow bubbles out uh-huh. to get air. And he's planning on just waiting me out. And then he's like, well, no, that'd be stupid. I would just, like, find him eventually. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, shit. But he was very confident in his lung capacity. Is and he that's... swimming out of the network of tunnels that lead to the sexy bomb shelter church? That's right. I and... better go out and check. And then and then Lael dies. And that's, yeah, that's when the poison kicked in. Yeah, he turns around, he begins to sleep. He's like, oh, I gotta go get him. If he's getting out, Hog, he's like, oh shit, like, Welfin and the crab guy are gonna get him. And I gotta claim all the glory. So Pito will let me uh, say the king owes me a favor or some shit. That's right. And like that would ever happen. Mm-hmm. But as he's turning around, we get a shot of him going all crazy, all stupid. And then his boogie board disappears and he falls in the water. And he's like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. And he goes, oh, shit, I can't maintain it anymore because I can't fucking breathe what's going on. Yeah. He imitates um, Idris Elba on that like fucking thing where he eats the wings. Lael just goes, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. what the fuck? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Holy yeah. shit. And then he drowns. Yeah, then yeah, he drowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he struggles for a while and then he falls and you see his eyes go all, you know, and he just kind of goes down and he's like, well, I, I was, I was so caught up in pretending that I had I, the upper hand that I, I didn't realize I didn't have it. He said specifically, I was so caught up in making the other guy think that he has the upper hand. And I said, when? Exactly. <laughs> like he does. Yeah. He doesn't say what I said, but what I said is what he should have said because like when this fight started off with him being like i'm gonna hit you with my favorite technique like this was the cockiest fight in like most of the show like <laughs> yeah this was him being like oh i was letting him think he was winning the argument right like i don't know hey <laughs> hey did did you like it how morel won the fight with chitu by taking a nap this time he won the fight by breathing really hard. Because... Yeah, he's like down there and he goes, I use the ultimate weapon, carbon dioxide. I simply breathe until I took every I took all the good air out of the room. Yeah, he breathed so much that he increased the, the carbon dioxide in the in, mm -hmm. in the air to lethal levels and and Leo fucking died. Yeah. Incredibly funny how Morale's victories so far have been him mostly just not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. Him just sitting around and being like, these dum-dums are going to kill themselves. Yeah, he beat you 2 by napping. He, well, I mean, and, you know, he, he made a second smoke figure. And Pretending like, to nap. <laughs> sneaked around and stuff like that. But this one he literally beat by sitting at the bottom of a lake and breathing. And just, like, huffing on his bong for yeah. a while. Yeah. Like, incredible. Mm-hmm. So Leo dies and drowns and Morel is just like, well, that was super fucked up. I got to get out of here. And then he just leaves. Yep. I do love Morel sees Leo drown. And he's like, well, that was faster than expected. Yeah. He literally just hotboxed him to death. And then he goes, well, oh, that was quicker than I thought. <laughs> just, damn, this guy sucks ass. <laughs> you you got to do more cardio, my guy. Right? Your lungs your lungs are not that great. Right. Um. So he swims out and that's that scene. Yep, and then we go back and uh, Palm fucked Visa up to sleep and yep. uh, is going to the security room, I guess. She goes and looks at some cameras or whatever. Yeah, and... she got his access codes uh -huh. from sex. He, she's like, if you really want to get me off, you got to tell me the access codes. And he's like, okay. Mm -hmm. um, she gets those, gets the schematics for the place, gets the code for the super, um, the super elevator that they're... That leads to the palace. Yep. She goes Just leads back. right up in there. We do get a shot of her being like, I got to get my eyes on the king and taking out her contact. Yep. So that her eyes are like open, I guess. To which I say, is her power activated by her like eyeballs unimpeded by literally anything else looking at him? Yeah. I mean Can she not like wear glasses? That, because that is kind of a thing in some, like, superhero and fantasy stuff, you know? Like, you wear the sunglasses to block it, and then when you yeah, pull them down... Yeah, but those are, like, special-made like, visors for, like... Sometimes. But, yeah, like, it is kind of funny that, like... I mean, I guess you could make the argument that they're tinted contacts, and maybe that's it, because you can't really see you too well She's out like, of She's like, I don't want to get a look at anybody else. But, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It is funny, because, yeah, as a person who wears contacts, I'm like, well, shit... Anyways, be stumbling Palma's around blind, running around in her um, 
just fucked outfit with her bare feet. Yeah, she didn't grab shoes. She ran all the way to the security room and got the whole schematics of the palace. Did not grab shoes. Did not grab shoes. Running around in her bare feet. BZF could be awake any moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she apparently his... for her power to work, she's not allowed to wear contacts and she's not allowed to wear shoes. Really not sure why the the shoe thing. And she got feet. These damn men constrictions, you know? Sometimes <laughs> yeah. you gotta she get got so feet. creative. <laughs> damn. She can see the king and she got feet. And she fucking got feet. Listen, um, you anyways. know, it's, it's, it's fucking free real estate. You can just power up any Nen ability by saying I have to be barefoot. <laughs> Right. If I if you fight me with some glass bottles on the ground, I'm fucked, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good restriction. Uh-huh. I step on like a rock the wrong way, it's over for me. My toe hurt. Mm-hmm. I stub my toe, I'm fucked, dude. So So she's heading up the same stairs that Nav uh pissed his pants at. Yeah. She's like, damn, it smells like piss over here. That's weird. Um and she sees the menacing blue aura and she's like well, that's super fucked up. I can't get any closer with that around. How am I going to see the king? And then she notices the menacing blue aura disappear. And she's like, well, lucky me. Everything's coming up palm. Mm-hmm. And then immediately some nasty ass red aura appears. Yeah. And she's like, oh. Comes all the way down the stairs and stops right in front of her. And it's pulsating and throbbing, like right in front of her. Don't say throbbing. It is, though. Just say saying. undulating. No. That's what I was doing. Um, <laughs> and we get a shot of Palm being like, I screwed up, didn't I? Uh-huh. So Palm's dead. Yeah. I need mm-hmm. to point out in this scene, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just going to break the news. The blue aura we saw was Poof's shitty aura. Yeah. Well, we kind of knew that because yeah. Poof said, like, well, yeah, mine's not as good as yours. I really wish you could be doing this, but, you know, you have to fix the king and or whatever. It's incredibly funny that Nob didn't even see Pito's aura and was just like, that aura. Mm-hmm. How could those boys see? I'm like, that's not even the right one, dude. Yeah. They're <laughs> going after the stronger one. Not even the right one, idiot. Also, <laughs> that was your mark. Yeah. It sure In was. In the plan, Morel and Nob were supposed to fight Poof. He can't even look at Poof's aura. Uh-huh. He's a little bitch boy. That's all I'm saying. It would have been funny if they would have got to the fight and, like... Poof would have powered up even a little bit, and Nav would have been like, "I'm sorry, Morale, I gotta get oh, out." Shit, oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> he said, "I'm sorry, Morale, I gotta get out of here. I'm done. I'm out. I'm I'm Gucci. Bye." And Morale's like, "What the fuck?" Right? Anyways, that's the end of Palm. She's probably dead. Yeah, she's probably dead. Anyways, we finally get Anyways, to talk about Kilua again. Kilo, finally, a character time. that doesn't suck. Right? We finally. get. Two, two characters who don't suck. Uh-huh, because right at Kilawa's hospital bedside, he's in the hospital, by the way, is our beloved boy Akalgo, and he's wearing a little hat, little gloves, a little coat, some he's, little pants, little he's, shoes. He's got a whole little outfit. He got drip. He's, he's got a little reading. beanie with the pom-pom. It's so he good. Do. On his it's, big round head. Oh, my God. It's so fucking cute. And he is reading a manga about squids. <laughs> He is just sitting there read, getting some good literature about squids. And he is like, oh, thank God, my best friend is awake. And Kilo goes, oh, hey, Octopus, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, don't fucking call me that. That's right. He says, motherfucker. 
Bitch, you know. And then he says, yeah, this is an underground hospital. You've been out for two days. And Kilo starts ripping out his IVs and shit and being like, I got to fucking get out of here. And he's like, yeah, my dude, here, you are still severely wounded. He's like, eh. <laughs> Anyways, the doctor shows up and she's like, oh, you're awake. Uh, that's great. And he's like, yeah, I got to get out of here. And she's like, not before you pay me. That will be 1.8 million, Jenny. Mm. Or I accept your body parts if you can't pay. And he's like, yeah, I don't, like, got my wallet on me. So how about I just, like, I don't know, send you the money later? And she's like, no. Yeah, and she's like, motherfucker, did you not get the threat in my voice? And she's like, well, God damn it. Okay, let me, let me use your phone real quick. And she's like, that'll be another, like, 50 million, Jenny. And he's like, fuck you. Uh-huh. Uh, so he gets on the phone and calls Gone, and Gone's immediately like, yo, you're still alive. Holy shit. Where have you been? What's up? What, how you doing, homie? And Kilo's like, uh, you know, just just doing some things, just I'm some in, stuff. I'm in the hospital, and Gone's like, oh, well, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, glad you're right, bud. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you know that I met a new buddy, and him and Knuckle are getting along great? And Kilo's like, that's great, man. Yeah. I've met a buddy, too. We do just get a little scene of Meleoron and Knuckle being best friends off in the They're corner. They're doing a little bro fist, and it's very good. Yeah, we knew it would happen. Uh-huh. There's no way it could not. Uh-huh. Um, so he's like, hey, Gon, I need you to wire over, like, this amount of money to this place. And Gon's like, yeah, I got that cash. It's fine. Yeah, it's um, So he does, and Kula goes in and pays the nice lady, and he's getting ready to go. And... Uh, we do get um we we get the like telephone call scene here because it goes uh, we we, see <laughs> we Gone. do check up on Noth. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Gone and the, the whole group is talking and Gone's like, Well, that just leaves Paul and we haven't been able to reach her yet. And then they call Morel and they're like, Hey, so uh how's uh how's Nov doing? And Morel is like, uh Nov's uh, Nov's gonna be out on this one, and we yeah. get a clip of Nov just like sitting in his portal, just like staring into the void. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking in the shame corner. Like uh-huh. he's in the I can't do this man corner. Yeah, yeah. Morel's like, we can still use the portals that he placed, but uh, yeah, he's and uh, he's done. He sent out this fight, which yeah. I gotta say, motherfucker, uh, it probably wouldn't be that hard of a fight if you would just use your portals to like decapitate a man like he did. Well. But anyways, he's too chicken shit. Anyways, so <laughs> hey, so, yeah. Now I we hear have... Kilo's. I hear Kilo has an eight pack. <laughs> I hear Kilo is shredded. I hear yeah. he's shredded. Kilo Kilo says, "Actually, I'm not injured anymore." And uh-huh. we we see his arms and legs, and all of his wounds have healed. Ikal goes like, "What the fuck? That was just two days. How'd that happen?" And we also. Stare. We also see Killua's fucking shredded abs. Yeah. I hear he's got an APAC. I hear he's shredded. I more think he's incredibly dehydrated, but yeah. whatever. I know too much about bodies and, like, how they look to be like, okay, that looks healthy and strong. I'm like, please give that boy some water. He's on an IV. <laughs> give or he him was some juice. the past two days. Is he okay? Yeah, give him some apple juice. That's like, right. Do you give, guys have apple juice? Give him that apple juice. Some jello here, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so he's like, okay, let's go. And he leaves, and Ikago's like, oh, okay. And he's about to leave, and Ikago's still just standing in the hallway, and he's like, yo, man, are you, like, fucking coming? And he's like, oh, um, uh, ooh, uh, oh, oh, God, I don't, oh, oh, no, I don't know if I should. And Kilo's like, okay, fine, you can stay here. I just thought we were better yeah. friends than that. Yeah, Ikago's right. like, well, are you sure it'd be okay? Like, if I came, like, would your friends be okay? And Kilo was like, well... 
man, I really thought we had this like really strong bond that we made over this past couple of days, but I guess it, <laughs> I, I guess it was just out. me. So you know, I really thought we had a great bond when I cut off all your tentacles after you shot me a bunch of times, <laughs> right? And then I like didn't drop you to a water with a bunch of sharks. And then you did save me from bleeding out on the ground and brought me to the hospital and I was passed out for two days and you were reading about squids. Uh-huh. I really thought we developed something over those few days, but yeah. I guess not. He's <laughs> like, well, I just really thought we had a bond stronger than anything, but whatever then. Kilua literally just says we're friends now and Ikalgo has a complete emotional breakdown. He She's says, this friend. is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I yeah. never thought I could be the kind of person that has friends. <sighs> I'm I've reached paradise. This is this is yeah. this is this is the this is the greatest possible outcome that I could have never imagined is having yeah. one friend. He's a like, miracle arc. He's like standing in the hallway and Keelan was like, Well, if you wanna like you can come if you wanna come and he's like walking out and Coco chances him down the hallway and he goes, I'm coming, I'm coming he's with you And he's fucking crying and tears everywhere and he's like, I'm going with you and it's very sweet. And then when they get outside, Kilawa goes into his his uh, <clears throat> his friendship speech, and he says, "Okay, well, since we're friends now, um, now what like what that means is we're just going to risk everything for each other, and we don't have to thank each other or even talk about it ever. <laughs> we just always risk everything for each other. Are you okay with that?" And a call goes like, "This is fucking paradise," and I say all of you need to go to therapy mm-hmm. but um you know kills like this is how i'm a friend so i want you to be a friend like this this is how you become a good friend gone uh, has never complained about this um <laughs> gone has never once to, thanked me which isn't true but you know <laughs> you have to uh sacrifice your entire self and being in happiness for this other person and never once ask for thanks or like recognition for it that's how you be cool dude and akago's like yeah sure man uh-huh and he he does have like there's like a, a quotable line or whatever in here he's like there's a huge difference between risking your life and throwing it away and are you prepared to come and learn that and the call goes like yes this is paradise i'm i'm so happy and that's that's episode that's, that's the episode that's epi. Mm-hmm. he's a happy bouncy boy i love my boy i want kilo to go to therapy um but i'm happy for them for now that's Epi. I'm so glad I got to see my boy after, like, what, five episodes? I know. We've been so starved. I've been Kilwa depleted. Uh-huh. I am slowly recharging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shall we check out all those other gongs? Yeah. What they're up to? Let's talk about them. all the myriad of gones and mm-hmm. all the wacky stuff they've been up to in the other iterations of this series. It's not much. It's just the manga, and it's pretty much, you know. We can fantasize about um, the filler arc that would have occurred in these episodes in 1999. I say they head back to that funny boat island. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, God. I say they head back to that funny boat island, and the king has to go underwater in a fucking submarine suit. What if the uh, fucking what if the ants got their hands on a on a World War Two battleship? Wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't that be a nice adventure? What if instead of a boogie board, um, the uh, Leo just summons a World War Two battleship, <laughs> and Morel's like, "That's my friend's power." Damn! Imagine. Hey, that's my friend's ability. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. We're like so. Yeah. 
there are so yeah. few differences between the two versions. I just like I uh, in the manga it meant you know the nurse says that if you want to convert you, we don't take currency here and if you want to convert your current the local currency to the currency that we accept as payment it's a thousand times the regular conversion rate ha 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 medical debt also also palm spits mm. out a mouthful of cum medical debt is so funny <laughs> yep <laughs> She sucks his dick till yep. he sleep, falls asleep, and then she just spits out a mouthful of cum. Mmm. Love that for her. Yeah. That's a that's that's I all I've got. Say. Yeah. Or anything. <laughs> just good to know, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I mean, we we just got a comment. That's all we need to say. Funny palm mouthful of cum moments. Mm. Do we want to head to Greed Island or? Do we want to head? I could. I could do Greed Island to Hunterpedia this week. We can do Greed Island. We can do Greed Island. What y'all got this week? Hey, Sora's in Smash now. What funny events have been happening? Hey, Sora is in Smash. Now. <laughs> to which I say, um, I know it's just, hey, what if interstitial? God, that would what if kick ass. Uh. What if what, Sonic get Norted? I feel like Sonic's <laughs> probably been Norted a few times in like the comics. Isn't there like one specific like iteration of Dark <laughs> hmm. Sonic that only appeared once ever? Not even like oh he goes crazy because the Chaos Emerald. Oh yeah, that Sonic that happened becomes, in like, Sonic X. Joker Sonic for like two minutes. Yeah. Sonic yep. becomes Joker Sonic for like two seconds and then that never was, again. That's a pretty good reason. episode, TBH. I enjoyed it. I think I've seen like videos of that on like YouTube and I'm pretty sure like the ending of that is literally like Shadow just walk. No, not even Shadow. Eggman yeah. walks in and says, wow, heard you're being edgy now. That sucks. Eggman's <laughs> pretty funny in that episode. And Sonic becomes normal. <laughs> Eggman's like, hey, are you cringe now? Uh, Sora's in Smash. He's Sora's fun to play Smash. with. He's Sora's very Smash. floaty. You know, he's got some f- fun specials, you know, fun air combos. I like him all right. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to download and play him, but I shall. Yeah. I, I have to, I am obligated to see my boy again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. What do I have? Do you have something to recommend this week, Sky? Um, I don't know that I really do because this... Are you sure? <laughs> Has there not been a, a nice little boy you want to talk about? A nice little boy who got mugged several times in the course of an episode? Um, I don't remember what that show was called. Oh. You can talk about that. It okay. was very good. The show is called Ranking of Kings. There's, I think, only one episode uh-huh. out right now. Um, it's about this nice little boy who is the prince of a country, of a nation. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone hates him because he's deaf and mute and they think he's dumb and they're like, damn, you shitty for that. And he's small. He's very small. He's He's just a small little lad. Just a little boy. He's just a little lad and Mm -hmm. everyone hates him. And one day he's just wandering around and this random shadow who's apparently a person, but not really just mugs him. Uh Uh-huh. 
And so he wanders back home, like, butt-ass naked. Yeah, this it's just a little, like, shadow goop boy, like, out in the woods. And, like, apparently he's just a normal dude because this is, like, a magical, like, fantasy thing. But, like, they treat him like a guy, but he's a shadow goop. Yeah, and he wanders, the prince wanders back home, and he's nothing but his underwear, and people keep making fun of him because they're like, oh, I bet he's deaf and stupid. Uh, uh-huh. I bet he's not even hearing us right now. The little prince boy can read lips. He does know everything they're saying, but it, this will be a plot point later. Uh-huh. Um, and he just keeps coming back to this little shadow dude who keeps mugging him. Yeah, he comes back the next day with just all the clothes and just like piled on. And he's like, hey, I, I came back to talk to you because you can talk to me. And the little shadow dude's like, hey, what are you to keep doing? And the little boy uh, tries to communicate. And the shadow's like, huh, I feel like I can understand you somehow. Don't know how, but what you're saying is you're coming back because you like talking to me, even though you know I'm going to mug you. And the little boy's like, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's so, the first five minutes of the show. Uh-huh. It go, it's wacky. It's cute. It's very adorable. It ends with the, the boy being very good at sword fighting. So Yeah, it ends with the boy being epic. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. I don't. I can't say a lot more than that. There's only one episode, but... Nice. The vibes are immaculate yeah. so far. Yeah, it's cute so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I got. I don't know that I really have anything to definitely like recommend because I spent most of my time off watching cars one two and three um (laughs) (laughs) and i certainly can't recommend them i did it of course we can well it's quite an experience watching cars one two and three we did watch them out of the order because uh i've never seen cars two and devin had so uh i wanted sky to um experience the trauma that is watching cars 2 that is for some reason a spy thriller in which the plot is that it's a spy thriller with um mater larry the cable guy being the main character Uh uh-huh um and also it's about how environmental fuel environmentally Uh conscious fuel is bad it's not even that it's that the guy who there was a guy who started the environmental fuel movement and he's like this is gonna be great we're gonna make all this environmental fuel and then he found an oil field and so was like oh now i have to demonize environment like uh healthy fuel or whatever like environmentally healthy fuel so (laughs) he he creates this gasoline that he sells to all the racers and uh if you point a uh a specific like heat beam at it that makes your car reach like a certain degree it will blow up yeah. Um, and that's the that's the plot of that You're movie. Missing the point that he points at racers specifically because this only happens if you are going over a hundred miles per hour. Oh, I thought if it was it was literally if the car reached the certain. No, because they were torturing that one spy dude, and the whole part of the torture was they're like, "We're gonna make you go a hundred miles per hour," and then oh, point that's right. Beam at they you. do torture a car to death. Yeah, I, I, apparently he lives. No, he's dead. Oh, is that a different car we see later? Yeah, it's a different car. Oh, okay. So yeah, that car dies. They torture him to death. Anyways, Cars 2 is an experience and it's yeah. nothing like Cars all, 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 Cars 3. I did not know any of that about Cars 2. The only thing the only thing I know about Cars 3 is the trailer <laughs> where Lightning, Lightning McQueen flips over in slow motion and dies and how and how it's apparently about how millennials suck. And then he's bald. Yup. 
That it's is. not even that. It's a, oh, okay. Okay. It is. I can't go off about Cars three right now because the real message of that movie is like so, someday you will get old and decrepit and useless, and your best mode of moving forward is to take the lessons that your predecessors used and pass them on to the next generation. And he does this by giving himself a Doc Hudson skin. Like from the first movie where Doc Hudson was a character and he died die? somehow, which how do cars die? How do cars die? We can't get it. We can't get into how do, do they get die? car cancer? <laughs> we can't get how into do it. cars in the I cars don't know universe how cars die? die? I don't know because Doc Hudson is dead. Did there they are... take him out back and shoot him like old Yeller? What's going on? There are like three or four other cars in this movie who are older than him they go talk to doc hudson's mentor who was still kicking doc hudson is dead how i don't know did he have car cancer i don't know what happened to doc hudson did he just like really just bash it did he just like go off the track and just eat it out in the woods like did he fucking did he fucking move and they're like he's dead to us maybe one of those cows trampled him i don't fucking know i i, have, I can't <laughs> What we learned also is that Cars hmm. 1 is actually extremely horny. Yeah. Cars 1 is such a horny movie. There are a lot of shots of Lightning McQueen staring at Cars' ass. Um, uh-huh. A lot of shots of him romantically thinking about the times where he got to look at car ass. Very many of the cars, including Lightning McQueen, have DSLs. Yep. <laughs> You love to revisit a childhood uh, favorite and learn that there were some there was some extreme fetish content slipped in there under the radar. Yeah. Yeah, that movie is extremely John Lasseter wanting to fuck a car. But it really like and there's so many cars movies. I know it's because Larry the Cable Guy doesn't have a career, but like, come on. There's so much there's so much cars content. Yeah, so that's what we've been doing for the yeah, last few days. So that's what we did. We also tried Ex- to watch Buzz Lightyear Star Command movie, which is not available anywhere. I, that is a whole nother tangent that I might have to save because it's wild. <laughs> yeah, that was, Disney sold to the <laughs> earth for that one. Yeah, that's unavailable. <laughs> Disney said no one's allowed to access this thing. The TV show is available on YouTube, but not the movie. Yeah. In Disney fact, there are playlists it. of the movie and the TV show where the movie wow. is copyright blocked by Disney, but the TV show is not. It's. <laughs> this is a thing that only we care about right now because we were like, what if we watched that bad movie that existed? I wanted once? to watch the bad movie that I owned as a kid, Buzz Lightyear Star Command, and I can't watch it. Disney it's- said no, not even on YouTube. Disney said absolutely not. You may watch the TV show with Patrick Warburton, though. It's okay. We'll pirate it. <laughs> Parody. Parody. Um, Anyways, yeah. I don't have anything to recommend because I don't necessarily recommend you go down this same, like, weird Pixar rabbit hole that I'm going I down do. right now. But, like, you know, find, I find your, maybe find instead your of, rabbit hole. Uh, maybe maybe instead, instead of watching Cars 2, you should just write some <laughs> Cars Rule 34 fan fiction. You Cars could 1 just was watch Cars 1 and have the same experience. Cars 1 was already doing that. Don't worry. But yeah, watch Cars 1 for inspiration and write your own. <laughs> Lightning McQueen, Owen Wilson, Gajinka is all I have to say. Um... <laughs> Anyways. 
No, I am recommending Cars 2 to everybody. Rec- Everyone okay. should have to see Cars 2 and also experience the frenzy that I did. Yeah. If you've seen Cars 1, you need to watch Cars 2. If you haven't seen either, watch Cars 1 and Cars 2. Don't watch Cars 3. <laughs> it's not worth it. None of them are worth it. Don't watch any of these movies. I was joking. <laughs> really don't watch Cars 3, though. Don't watch any of them. Don't watch yeah. Cars 3. I think that's all we got, folks. Yep, yep, yep. This, this episode has had a certain energy to it in which we talked about not feet for a while. Man, what what, what if you put feet on a so car? I think, I think we've reached critical mass. Cars with human feet. Cars with would feet. Would they still drive like, you know, how wheels do? <laughs> it would be, I was no, just no, no, going to no, no, say no, no, it would be no. like, like the Flintstones like car fast. where like they have the wheels on the outside, but there's feet underneath and they're just like running really. <laughs> yeah. So if we flipped over a car from the Cars universe, would we see some immaculate human toes? Yes. <laughs> Imagine toes, the train. Okay. They're underneath there. Running really fast. You can't see it, but they're this there. This does bring up something that I brought up in car when we were watching Cars 2. Uh-huh. We do see the car Pope, which implies car Christianity. I do have to ask, how do you put a car on the cross? How do you crucify car Jesus? How do you crucify a car? Uh, <laughs> I am thinking about car crucifixion all you got to get one of those scrapyard magnets, but shaped like a cross. Oh my god. That's how they did it! (laughs) Is that how they killed Doc Hudson too? Because I'm still curious. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Maybe they hit him with the exploding ray. I don't fucking know. Because the problem is I also watched a lot of Thomas the Tank Engine when I was a kid because um, my little brother was like, it was a hyperfixation of his. And Thomas the Tank Engine is fucked up. There are a lot of episodes where they're like, okay, well, you're too old to be useful anymore, so we're taking you to the smelter's yard, and they're going to melt you down. And they're going to the, turn you into glue. The train has, like, an existential crisis on the way to the smelter's yard, and then in a, eventually, like, Sir Topham Hatch shows up and goes, actually, you are still useful, and you don't have to be smelted today. And the train is like, thank you. And I'm, I'm gonna like, keep is this what happened to Doc Hudson? I'm going to keep quoting <laughs> the official Pixar page and keep asking them, how Doc Hudson died. How did Doc Hudson die? How did Doc Hudson die? This is the conspiracy of the century. How did Doc Hudson die? I need to know how cars die in this universe of old age. What happened to Doc Hudson? Did Doc Hudson get car cancer? Did he become feral and they had to take him out like old yeller? What happened to Doc Hudson? Did Lightning McQueen assassinate Doc Hudson? <laughs> did Lightning McQueen assimilate Doc Hudson into his body? <laughs> it's horrible. Did a cow trample Doc Hudson to death? These are the questions that need answering. Maybe Mater did, and everyone's covering it up. <laughs> yeah, he did have a gun in Cars 2. Hey, yeah. Cars can have guns. Maybe. No, 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 no. The end of Cars 2 is it? No, he's already dead by then. Never yeah, mind. He's, he's already. It's a throwaway line in Cars 2, and the entirety of Cars 3 is about Doc motherfucking Hudson. Yeah, Cars 2. They're like, wow, this is too bad Doc Hudson died, and he can't see us do all <laughs> the sick shit. Too bad he shit. died. Too bad he died, he can't see us do sick shit. That's so sad. It sucks because I'm sure the answer is like the actor died and they wanted to be respectful, but uh, it sucks because the answer they're going to give me is that he died of old age. I'm going to be like, shut up, bitch. (sighs) Truly. 
quite a mess we've gotten ourselves in. I'm going to be thinking about Cars universe lore for the next five weeks. Yeah. So yeah, what yeah, are our pl- yeah. what are our plugs? Anyways, listeners, are you still here? <laughs> um, you can find the podcast at goingwellhunting at twitter.com. You can find our email at goingwellhunting at gmail.com. You can find me at Twitter on Grooving Gasly. <laughs> or maybe a soon-to-be Cars handle. Probably How Did Doc Hudson Die? Motherfucking please. Okay. Uh, you can find the show at hunting on Tumblr.com. You can also find me there at Dankus McDonald. And then you can find me on t- uh, Twitter at uh, sky underscore bird 36 uh you can find me on fur affinity my username is space robot i'm drawing some just some fun stuff over there drawn some drawn my sonic been drawing my sonic oc in different outfits and that's been a good time mm-hmm. i i like Yay. fashion and mm-hmm. also check out my other podcast digimon ghost gaze on the noise space network <gasps> Mm-hmm. Yes. Speaking of things that we did watch, it's been like two weeks. I think we watched like that episode like last Friday mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, it was good. Good, good anime. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, immaculate vibes. Hell yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm super excited for that. I'm super excited to tune into the podcast. He's just a little guy. He's just a little dude. I love the way in which Gammon, like Gilliman, is just like a little baby boy. Baby mm-hmm. boy will protect. Uh-huh. Except, well, Gilliman was like baby, like incredibly dumb in the sense of like a child. Gammon seems like incredibly smart in the sense of a child, where like you ask them questions and they definitely know the answers. They just don't know why you're asking them them. Uh huh. Ooh. Like Gamma, he's like, "Hey, do you know where my dad is?" He's like, "Yeah, Digital World, stupid." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's over there, idiot. <laughs> he's in the fucking Digital World, stupid. He's like, "Oh, then what are those Digimon?" And he's like, "They're Digimon, dummy." Like, what do you want from me? Right. <laughs> you gotta ask specific questions of this kid. T- tune into Digimon Ghost ga- Game to see, uh, to see both Hero and Gammon doing crimes and opening locked doors and just generally being little anarchists. Yes. It's good. And also, yes, it's Hall- it's Halloween every day in that fucking anime, and I love it. Yeah, it's actually incredibly scary. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, episode like... two. Episode two had some mummy shit in it that was like, oh no, this is actually kind of fucked. A- episode two was about a dude, like, wrapping people and, like, mummifying people alive and being like, yes, when you die you'll reincarnate into something better. Yeah. And a kid had to be like, no, they're just gonna die. No, they're just yeah. dying. No, they're the, just the, dying. The fucking monster of the week villain in episode two kept wrapping people in bandages and dragging them down in a basement to die of dehydration. <laughs> this is a this is this is a Digimon anime. Right? I love it. It's it good. fucking kicks ass. Like, this one hits strong with the, like, hey, maybe if you were in this world and, like, a digital monster popped out, maybe that would be incredibly terrifying. Maybe you would be like, oh, shit. Maybe that would be scary as hell. Vibes are great on that show. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, well, yeah, so think of it, think that about does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listeners, if you do want to commission Emery, all I have to keep saying is uh, Lightning McQueen, Owen Wilson, Cars <laughs> um, or any of the cars from that universe, Gajinka. 
I could say the words Tomator Larry the Cable Guy Gajinka and the listeners would... And do psychic damage to me personally? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't forget don't forget to request bare feet on those Gajinka. That's right. Toes and out. Exactly. Cars don't wear <laughs> shoes and neither will their Gajinkas. They better be in frame too. I don't want to see those things like slightly off frame. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, no. I, I do full bodies. I yeah. I'm <laughs> Those feet are going to be front and center. Can we can we do an outro? Listeners, have we been canceled yet? I don't want to think about cars' feet anymore. Listeners, have we been canceled yet? Listeners, listeners, we have not been light this week. (laughs) The listeners are still light. We have been the dark. Yeah, we are Xehanort. You are Sora, and you know what? (laughs) I don't think we deserve to get a good outro this week. I just gotta say bye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Toes by. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>